Hey, welcome to Another Worlds. It's a podcast where we take a bunch of random words and we use them as a springboard to create a fictional world. I'm Chris Parker. I'm a iBot374. Clamping eyeballs. Removing lids. Placing lids in receptacle. (laughs) I'll be your iBot. What kind of... All right, forget it. I, I can't even ask a, a question about this anymore because none of it, none of it makes sense. Well, I mean, what are you thinking? I was just wondering what the receptacle was. Is it a trash receptacle? Or are you re- or are you recycling these eyelids? What? It's a like a. Or is it just a stasis storage container for later use? I think it's like a cold saline solution. Okay. So they're wet when you put them back on. That's true. Good. Good. Good point. You'd be a good eyeball engineer. (laughs) Or it could be like a jelly. Yeah, I don't want jelly on my eyes, personally. It would be, it'd be really gross. It'd be like putting Vaseline in your eyes. Don't do that. We're going down, down to Potato Town. Ferment it and squeeze it and suck it. You're my number one best potato. Ferment it and squeeze it, suck it and chuck it. <laughs> Lie in the grass, oh, stroking God, the mausoleum. <laughs> You're just a bedpost, I'm just a basketball guy. Mahogany box, fresh rich loam. Is it just too much to ask for one more squeeze? I didn't expect a whole song. I expected like the chorus, and that was it. I wrote a song. It's uh, it's about the 1993 Denver Nuggets fermented <laughs> potato scandals, which we all remember. Yeah, we all remember that. We um, all remember it. Basically, these guys, the whole varsity team... <laughs> The JV, the JV team wasn't <laughs> JV NBA. They got uh, off. Say they claimed they didn't know any what was going on, but I think they knew. But it, that's besides the point. The varsity team got caught fermenting potatoes in mahogany boxes underneath their beds, and then at, at, <clears throat> before the games, uh, squeezing the fermented potato juice. It's a performance enhancing drug. Drinking it. Yeah, I was wondering what the mahogany box was about. Yeah, that's where that's how you ferment a potato. I forgot about that detail. You got to get loam. You need a good loam. Yeah, that fertile. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that fertile earth. It's mm. got to be. Yeah, the tannins from the box <laughs> are gonna remove some of the bitter taste. God. Uh. And uh, yeah, they got caught because uh. I think uh, a janitorial staff was looking through one of the dumpsters and found a, a bunch of nasty potato skins. I heard that he sniff that he was sniffing, and he was a potato. He was an ex potato expert, but he had been disgraced, and so he just yeah, happened to be expert in heavy quotations. Pretty sure he was a. <laughs> pretty sure he was an addict. Yeah, I mean, that's what they said on the news. You know, who knows if you can... Tra- it's probably fake news in 1993. The, the, that was the start of it. That was the start of fake news. Well, they were out to get the nuggets. 
Yeah, they were out to get the nuggets, so they 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 didn't want to they didn't want to call this guy's character into question, so <laughs> they called him an expert. But he was looking for rind. He was looking to suck some rind, and I think <laughs> he found what he was looking for. Um, in what in what world are you that you're calling potato skins rinds? <laughs> Well, when they get fermented, they get hard, like a hard cheese. Uh, are you fermenting the whole potato or just the skins? The whole potato. Okay. But the inside becomes sort of a serum. A clear... <laughs> a clear... It's like a... Now that I could imagine being a jelly. Like a starchy jelly. Well, there's a matrix left over. There's a starch matrix it's sort of like you know the inside of a citrus f- fruit. No, but- I think it's going to become oobleck. It's gonna, it's gonna, you know, the starch <laughs> and the water are gonna mix, and you're gonna open up that potato, and for just a second while you're putting force on it, it's gonna be a solid tater. Yeah, and then it's gonna just flatten into your hand and start seeping all over. Yeah. <laughs> you slap it a bunch before you're like, you just like have a, the potato, and it's and you're slapping it like. Getting it ready, you slap it a bunch to make it a solid state, and then uh, you lift it up over your head and, and squeeze, and it's sort of like the syrup from a from a gollub jamun. I don't know what that is. It's a it's an Indian treat. It's kind of like a donut hole, but just soaked in sugar water. Okay. And they serve it to you in a bowl of sugar water. It's kind of nasty. I was gonna say that sounds excessive. Yeah, I had some really good ones, but sometimes they can be like very uh, uh, meal, mealy almost, like a, a mealy yeah. apple. Yeah. But and they almost sometimes they're sometimes they're squeaky, like you bite into them and there's a oh spongy squeaky, like a squeaking oh. past your teeth. Yeah, yeah, not a, not a fan of that texture. But if they're good, if they're good, they're just like you know they're not brittle. I'm I'm weird. I like to tr- I like a lot of different foods from different cultures, but I don't like desserts from other cultures usually. Maybe it's just cuz Americans are so used to like sweet shit that although by the sound of this this sounds like oh, it's yeah. fucking ultra sweet. No. But- this is bad. These are bad generally. <laughs> like I've had good ones, but I think it would be better without being soaked in sugar. But yeah, in ge- like like Asian like candies, it tastes like shit. It's like where's all yeah. the where's all the flavor? And cookies, cookies from other cultures like, too. This looks like a Jolly Rancher, but it is so so disappointing. And all that red bean stuff, it's like, come on, guys, get some dairy. <laughs> What's going on here? But yeah, yeah I don't know. like that red bean. It's a tradition. I'll, I'll eat a I'll eat a, a green tea flavored anything, but I'm not gonna eat that red bean goop. But European, yeah, I think I don't know. Europeans have good chocolates and stuff. Pastries and stuff I was counting as within our like realm, you know. That's like cuz they make them here. They're not they're, they're probably not the same, but you know, we have American versions of of various pastries and and chocolates and things. So we're we're used to that. I meant like n- unique new things. Cool. I generally yeah. don't like f- when it comes to desserts, although I do like when it comes to everything else. Yeah. We're yeah. fucking we're deep into this pod and we haven't started yet. <laughs> well, I completely agree on all on all accounts. If it's something I haven't seen before, it was probably better left in the other country. That sounds a bit xenophobic. 
But uh, I mean, this is where we they're, are. They're xenophobic for not bringing it here, right? They're they're yeah. saying, "Hey, we're going to keep it to ourselves." The implication in my <laughs> a very American statement was that they must have tried, and we said, "No, no, no, this is not good enough." <laughs> Uh, like the episode of Seinfeld where Babu opens his Pakistani restaurant and it does not succeed. And uh, then he has to go back. Uh, because Babu. It's a sad, sad story. Because he does the finger thing. Yeah, he does. The, you're a very bad man, Jerry. I started to do an accent and then I cut it out like after the first <laughs> word because I knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> Um, we should do more accents. We we should we should start the actual pod. Yeah yeah yeah. I bought three seven fours already. Okay. I eyeballs engaged. Um, what we do now that we're done with whatever the discussion we were having is is we uh have a random word generator and we have a random subject focus generator that gives us a focus to start on like an animal in the in this world or something about a culture. And we uh, put all those things together after they're randomly generated, and then we just fucking go go off from there and make up a world. So I'm going to yep. roll our focus. I got culture, and the subcategory is... <laughs> it's food. So <laughs> oh, great. continuing cool. on. All right. Okay. Um I'm going to generate some random words, and that's going to be our flavor for today's episode. Yeah, flavor that food for me. <laughs> I got noise, unit, thunder. Oh, God. Noise, unit, thunder. Well, I mean, is the food noise or thunder? Yeah, I mean, it could be crunch. It could be very crunchy. I don't know if you could, like, really justify going thunder with that. Like, a, th- a thunderous crunch. I mean, just this. It's a thing that eats It eats noise. Oh, okay. I was thinking... I mean, we we actually, we could go with a thunderous crunch. Like, it's it's so loud that you gotta wear earplugs at, when someone's eating it in the same room. Yeah, or it could be also, you know, a sandwich that these cloud units are eating the crack of that crunch is making a big thunder yeah so if this is the this is just this is just space this is oh it's a it's a the big sky and these clouds are uh wait so is it on a planet or is it in like a nebula of some sort well i don't know if there's a planet yet but it it might as well just be a nebula there's no up and down yet okay well uh you can't have sound outside of you know, you can't have it in a vacuum, so it's got to be in okay. some sort of air. What, what kind of what kind of medium is the thunder traveling through? Yeah, I mean, let's just go with air. No, I don't know. Uh, if you, unless you got some reason. No, no, no. Air is good. We're all familiar with air. We all know air. The listeners love it. <laughs> they can't get enough of it. Uh, yeah. So noise is a property of air, I guess. It's a vibration. Unit. We got unit. Unit. Are they cloud units? Is that <laughs> is that what the beings are? And and what are they eating? What is the what are the what does a cloud eat? I mean, if they're gonna be units, they've gotta be robots, right? Like that's 
they have to be artificial. So robot clouds? They have to have an artificial like intelligence. Well, I mean, maybe they just eat the clouds, but they're like sky bots that eat thunder clouds. I don't know. What do bots need to to power? They need fuel. Something. They need fuel. Um, I mean, they could be solar boys, but that can't eat that. So um, each each bot is a unit, right? Each yeah. that's a unit, and e- and it's a cloud unit is. Uh, so a cloud is maybe a measure of units. It's like a gr- uh, a flock or a gaggle. How many units is makes a cloud? Are you saying it's like a gaggle of geese, or like a you know, or are you saying it's like a fixed number? I, the quorum, the number of units. So it's like we have a gross is like one hundred and forty-four. Okay, it's the exact. It's things. a unit. All right. Uh. Okay, yeah. No, but also they're called units. I I don't know how I misunderstood what you were saying, because, yeah. It's good stuff. So a cloud is how many? Is it a mole? A mole of them? A mole, as everybody knows, is like Avogadro's number or something like that. How how big are these cloud bots? Because I don't think we can have a mole if they're, like, human-sized. They gotta be tiny. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what we... Oh, are they? I I like that they're human sized. (laughs) I mean, I was I was thinking nano, but no, I was thinking big because I'm thinking when they send the impulses, they're actually really big electrical impulses, and it's just straight up lightning. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. So, what do they look like? Do they look like drones? No, I don't know what. Yeah, they don't have to look like people. I'm just talking. Maybe they maybe Um, they do look like just like classic robot people. Now, when you say classic robot people, I'm thinking like 1950s, <laughs> like square head, <laughs> square okay. head and like lights for eyes. And that's. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The the two pincer claw, classic two pincer claw. That's yeah, it's the Danger Will Robinson robot, I guess. Right. What's that name? What's that robot name? It was Derry. It's also Rosie from Derry Robinson. I don't know, but it's also Rosie from the Jetsons is you're one right. of those. Um, God, they really didn't know what robots were going to look like, did they? I mean, then again, we don't really have ambulatory uh, android robots <laughs> right now either. So I guess we don't know what ro- they would look like either. Oh, we I mean, do. we have the uh, we have the Asimo or whatever. We, it have, is. we have a bunch of he shitters. is perfect in every way. <laughs> Dude, the uh, the the Boston Dynamics robots are going to take over the planet. They can they can run real good. You know the ones I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like the dog. Is that what yeah. these look like? They're that really scary. They're that really scary one that has that like long arm beak, almost like a swan's head, but with a little tiny head on it. All right, so those things are are flying around in the air, and uh, they have legs. We don't know why they have legs. Uh, maybe it's all vestigial but they just seem to be floating under some power we have yet to understand i mean they're robots so they're they don't have to have a normal physiology the legs could be like little suckers that that, <laughs> that take in you know the, the either the electrical impulses or or the clouds oh, yeah. or whatever they need to take in so because why would you use your mouth for eating? Like, if I was designing a creature, a sentient being, I'm not going to make its its communication thing and its and its food hole the same hole. That's dumb. I just think because it's a... Uh, well, you're right, but it's because there's... This, nice one, uh, God. <laughs> it's because there's a satisfying crunch. You know why we're not all amoebas? 
because enveloping your prey with your body is not as much enjoy isn't God didn't like that and God said <laughs> I need a big crunch so that's yeah. why he made teeth and teeth. everything <laughs> has teeth including worms including Iagrama unless she doesn't <laughs> but she did yeah everyone is born with teeth uh birds they fall out uh very young <laughs> the teeth are the, the the teeth of birds are used to get out of the shell and then they <laughs> yeah. fall out no, everyone has baby teeth but not everyone has adult teeth that's what we're getting at everyone has baby teeth but not everyone has a shell everyone has an eggshell they have to eject their teeth into the shell to to pierce it they open their beak wide and then uh, little nerves fire that shoot their teeth out straight ahead and cr- crack open a, a hole, a beak-shaped hole. So uh, we just need to know what they eat and how they eat. So I would like that they, the way they create electrical pulses could be like uh, little cilia, like micro hairs, on, on, but like robot hair. So they're kind yeah. of uh, furry, but they can they can they be like bees? Can we go with that then? If they're going to be furry, <laughs> sure, yeah. Because <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say there's a furry fly. Well, I mean, it could have been a bat, I guess. But my go-to is bee in my head. So yeah, so they use the like Vanderwall's forces on their little manipulating their their yeah. Uh, they rub them together. They have a they have a, a a glass one and a and a fabric one and they rub them together yeah, yeah. to create a charge. Is that yeah, the exactly. Vanderwall's effect or is that no Vanderwall's uh, is like it's, it's like how geckos stick to the wall. It's like oh okay yeah no tiny I, force I would, between very small things. But um, no, I I like this idea though that they have the no, two yeah. actually two different. Actually, if you zoom way in, they're they're actually like little robot hands, and one of them is holding a like a fiberglass rod, and the other one is holding a rabbit pelt and 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 rubbing it up and down. <laughs> yeah. No. Wait. Doesn't this actually? So this works as bees because bees. Um. There's like a dancing aspect, but there's also a sound aspect of how they communicate. Really. That is. I, I think it involves that. rubbing their legs together in in some way. Okay, nice. So like. I feel like we're on a good track with Robo B. Okay. So they are f- flying around. These units are flying around in, in clouds, drifting around. Uh, the the bee bots themselves are, uh, they're big bees, right? They're the size of a dog. Yeah, I like a dog-sized bee. Size of a medium to large-sized bee bot. Yeah, that's a yeah. Dog is a pretty big range, but I'm thinking about like a like a like a uh smaller than a duffel bag maybe, but like around that size. And they eat with their uh hands, right? So they Yeah, they got some sort of suckers on there that uh What if they eat with uh Yeah, what if they eat with with those metal robot pincer claws and actually what they're maybe what they're eating is just uh it's like floating debris throughout the their their field of their world's field and all they're doing is just cracking it and cracking it up into smaller bits and then uh those bits 
can be used as like uh, energy. <laughs> they don't actually eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like this, it's just they they break it up into little bits, and then that dust kind of settles around them and gives them charges, more charge. Does that make sense? Maybe uh, it makes sense in that it stores a charge. Let's say like that, you know, is that what you're saying? Like, yeah, I don't know. Because it's like a a dust cloud, there can be static electricity in it. So it's kind of like a a battery. And then they just like fly into it and and shake about to recharge. Yeah. So I like to imagine these creatures are like sort of wandering around in clouds through just a, a vast universe of air and floating rocks and they're they're looking for big rocks not too big that they can break up with their little vice claws and that's how they eat and then when it becomes dust they they leave and then uh you know slowly over millions and millions of years all that dust comes back together and forms globules and becomes regular rocks again big rocks all right i'm going to ask some questions about these bee people that we need to answer or uh-huh. bee, bee bots. Uh, a, is it, are they sapient, intelligent bees, bee bots? Like, do, cause we started with culture technically. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. We need a cultural food. They, I mean, they could be, they could be in, you know, there could be other beings on this planet that have some kind of culture, but, but there's that. And then there's shit. No, I forget. <laughs> I don't even think of it as a planet. I've just been thinking of it as a, as a as a realm, yeah, a domain or whatever. But I yeah. but then when I decided there had to be other beings, that a was space like a planet, between. But yeah, I it, it doesn't need to be a planet, right? Well, but um, I'm getting inspired. I'm 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 taking a little bit of inspiration. I'm gonna I'm gonna doff my cap. That means mm-hmm. take it off, right? I think it is it doff or is it like is it is it to take it off or is it like to tip it? I don't know. I mean, either way, it's a it's a sign of probably doff. Yeah, I'm doffing my cap and you're looking. I have my cap held up in between thumb and forefinger. Other three fingers sort of extended out in a gentlemanly way. And you're peering down on my exposed head because it turns out that I don't have a scalp and you're looking into my brain. I'm going to show you what I was thinking is that I was taking inspiration from parrotfish which are just mm-hmm. these stupid fish that eat coral. Yeah. And I kind of want these and then they poop sand. It's pretty cool. But I kind of yeah. want these bee bots to just be like roaming around eating the coral of the sky and cracking it with their hands, but maybe they also it's a cracker, it's like like a nutcracker hand, but it also has a, a vacuum tube so they they crunch it up and suck it in their feet. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? And there could be microorganisms living inside the coral. So this could just be like your your classic sky coral. Your classic. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, that, that works. Okay. So when they crunch it, it's, it's also creating the dust, which they use to store charges. And they communicate uh, with each other through electrical impulses. They're capable of generating lightning, which makes thunder. So maybe this is how... Maybe... Because it makes noise when they're eating, you know they they are uh, they are drawn to the the cracking noises, and that's the cultural aspect of the food is that they 
they'll will kind of form feeding frenzies where one cloud that's what i was cloud too. is is eating and it in the noises and the vibrations bring over another cloud and then they have territorial disputes where they like do big formation displays and thunder at each other so we still haven't answered the question is like do they have a a consciousness are they smart or or not i think the individual drones uh do not they're more like synapses in a big cloud brain they're they, i mean they have a level of intelligence but they're more like it's a hive mind there was a lot of synapse subtext thank you for saying it so i would think that the the cloud itself is the is the is the intelligent entity as we would understand it okay but even that, I, I don't know like it's if it's like human level intelligence. I'm still no, sort of thinking yeah. of it as an animal, animal brain. Stupid. Yeah, but animals have not culture necessarily, but society, societal, social they have social interaction. I was trying to put it at a level that made sense. No, there is so there is definitely social interaction for the clouds between themselves. Like okay. we don't we don't we only know that they they will fight each other over territory and they will they they are they are migrant because they sort of inevitably destroy the the food source it's it's not a it's not a symbiotic relationship they don't live amongst a reef maybe the reefs are actually like where we go and these are more of like an invading locust swarm like they they sort of demolish and that's that's that yeah destroy us maybe we could we could just talk about one sky reef and this is the this is actually and that becomes our world and this is an invading force yeah i like the reef idea for sure the parrotfish and the coral that was all good Um, yeah yeah so yeah sky ocean it's it's been uh it's there's definitely some stuff there's got to be a sky whale there's a lot of sky whales in Various other oh. uh, works of fiction. Yes, gotta have a sky whale. Um, it's it's it, it it needs not be said. There is a sky yeah. whale. Uh, yeah, we won't even address that right it now. It holds great importance. We're not going to yeah. talk about it. You have all heard it before. You know, if you want sky whales, you know, go to another podcast, or maybe we'll talk about it and maybe stick around. Whatever. <laughs> stay, stay tuned to find out. Um, so these clouds are like, now I'm thinking of them more like a school of fish or a a flock of something, right? Yeah, yeah. That, again, has a small brain, but yeah, they communicate. But I'm not thinking of the cloud as that. I'm thinking about the cloud as a unit being a school, a school or flock and the individuals being just the dumbest, like a fish is the dumbest thing, a fish or an insect or a non-crow bird. All right, so let's let's move on to something else then. So let's yeah, for yeah, now yeah. say it's functioning to other from the outside black box. It's functioning like a school of fish. It's moving around this sky uh, reef and eating little things. And there might be a food chain that are eating this spot or taking you know it apart. Yeah. So how basically is what I'm saying is how does a cloud interact with the rest of the reef? Well, because we know what it, it's external behavior is kind of i think it's the it's the biggest thing like it is it is lar- as large uh, it is much larger than 
the reefs as they occur or large enough that it's kind of like there's not like it doesn't really have to it can just sort of animalistically move in on the reef it's not like it needs to shake the mayor's hand before it comes in and eats like okay so it's more like a force of like a force of nature kind of uh, yeah i think it's on a bit of a different scale like if the reef is a city it's not fucking taking the bus yeah it's eating it's eating the bus and the bus tracks um (laughs) yeah uh and in but 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 how it acts with other clouds i do i do really like the idea that it would be posturing and potentially fighting other clouds for territory and mating with other clouds you know in 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 consensual cloud sex so, I mean, we could get into the mating, but then that's going to get complicated again. So, forget. No, that. no, no, no. We, I think we should, we should, uh, we should move on to another aspect, another focus of the world, and we can okay. either just roll something, or we can, because we can just do the reef itself, the sky reef, and I can roll words for that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Let's just go with sky reef is our focus because yeah. I don't want to roll like animal because then that narrows like what we can do you know in this yeah just do it roll, roll some okay. shit <laughs> yeah rolling rolling it big reveal i got argument position garden fuck yeah right. those well, are garden those are interesting garden i can i can think about as like um some symbiosis between some other organism and pl- plant-like organisms in this reef where they, you know, arrange them and help plant them in a certain pattern for whatever reason. You know, either it's a mating ritual or or they do it for a, a symbiotic purpose of, of some sort. There is a groundskeeper of the of the reef. Yeah. So is this an animal or more intelligent in its is it, so if it's like very closely symbiotic I would think like this is the only thing it does. Or is it like more human where this is like, you know, a fun thing it does? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it's the only thing it does. Um, or not, not only, but yeah, it's it's one of the, it's a main part of its uh, instinctual motives is, is to make these gardens. I like that there is a sort of, there's a, a, a being, because I like, because we have the word argument. And I'm thinking, I'm imagining that this this gardener is capable of arguing about the position of the gardens and the structure of the gardens with other people. And I'm liking that that could be like the main part of their culture. And maybe they're actually arguing about how best to protect the garden from these cloud creatures to minimize damage. But then the, the irony, of course, is that when the cloud comes, not, none none survive, no matter what they argue about. But it's yeah. the clouds come so infrequently, you know, once a millennia, that they only have they only have ancient lore to go on. And so their whole cultural thrust is all their politics are centering around, you know, how are we gonna do civic design? <laughs> to protect from this thing which we know is coming back to kill us all all right i like that um so what so what factions do you have then 
Well, I, I just want to go over what they look like real quick because we're in the sky and so they yeah. are probably primarily flying beings. And I want to when we get to that, it's kind of like when we're on a land based thing, it's kind of implicit that it's just going to have legs or be yeah. snake like or whatever. But when we're in the air, it's like all up in the air. Forgive the pun. No pun intended. I'm 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 having an imag- an imagination of a creature that's uh jelly like so that when the the bees can eat their food but they can't crush the jellies. Okay. I was thinking air bladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, air bladder is great. Actually yeah. and uh so there's probably another faction and again, I I like the idea that they've never actually encountered a cloud, but they they know of it. But there's yeah. another f- faction, uh, the Air Battalion, the thirty third Air <laughs> Battalion, the Fighting Freaks, and they are uh, their their bladder air bladder paratroopers, and they have practiced their entire life. To weave in between the pincing grasps and just blow themselves up on the suck holes from of the bee bots, <laughs> clog them like up. not not ex- yeah like clog them just like get in there and maybe you know I mean like maybe this is actually gonna work you know maybe there is some merit hmm maybe there is mm-hmm. some merit to mm-hmm. arguing about this hmm hmm hmm. What are the factions of our of our bladder society? So yeah, I think I like if you want to go like what they look like more, they gotta be like some kind of a puffer fish thing, right? Some kind of a Mario World enemy. <laughs> yeah, or or jellyfish or yeah. Either if if they're moving up and down with a bladder, they could either be uh a puffer fish that has that has fins to keep moving in other directions or uh, or just like a jellyfish that kind of wiggles its way <laughs> in, yeah. in the horizontal plane. I was imagining like a just a balloon shaped creature that like farted around to move. Yeah, farted okay. out of its little mouth. Yeah, well, it's got to have something that manipulates the garden, some sort of tendril. Oh or yeah, you're right. Arm. Oh yeah, yeah. How do they manip? I like that there's just <laughs> how about they just have one uh prehensile tendril that comes out of the bottom so basically they look like a balloon with yeah. a string. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when you have a bunch of them together, it's just like a big bundle of balloons. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and so uh yeah, and when they have political discourse, they get in a, a large uh gymnasium type structure and then they release and they all float up to the top of the gym and huddle together and then whoever you're next to you have to you have to talk to for three hours and then you can deflate and come back down that's how they that's how they hold political yeah they're arena forums yeah (laughs) okay uh all right that's enough about their biology then that's fine that was that was yeah uh so yeah they're they're garden garden beings they uh so wait did we decide whether it was instinctual or whether they just like these gardens i think it's their their food source okay 
I think coral um, coral is also what they eat, but they eat like the fruiting bodies of the coral. Maybe yeah, coral. The, the soft coral, not they, the hard. They don't they don't destroy the uh, yeah the the coral substrate. What was the other word besides argument and uh, position? And, so that the, position, it, garden, and argument. So position oh, okay. is like th- that's why I was thinking like they mainly argue about how to position these these gardens to best. Yeah create bottlenecks for the swarm and stuff like that yeah i think that's good that works um so there's probably like some different parties in play there's probably like an anarchy party who's like this is bullshit the cloud's never coming like it's all made up Yeah, let us just plant our goddamn gardens the most efficient way yeah like let like stop trying to control us like i need to it's sort of like capitalism. Like I need to plant yeah. my garden in the most efficient way or while, you know, there's yeah. different, there's a spectrum there of people who are like total anarchy. Like I just need to be able to garden my area the way I want to garden it. You can garden yours protectively. If you want, I can garden mine protectively or not protectively. And then there's like other people who are like, you know, I need, I want, they, there's like benefactors who are giving that party power because they essentially want freedom to maximize their yields because they're they're dealing in farm trade. But then you know there's there's more forward looking, but perhaps even religious groups who are saying uh, we really need to think about as a culture how we're going to protect ourselves during the apocalypse i think we can come back to whether it's religious or not because they it could be that like the we should just just establish like what the view is based on the view about the gardens first so like are they forcing people to put them into one big collective garden or do they want to force a certain structure on each individual garden or a pattern you know what what kind of pattern do they want these gardens to be in for the people who want structure yeah so i'm thinking that they would they would probably want so i'm thinking about how you would how you would deal with this swarm and and uh maybe the one way is to uh plant them all in inverted spheres so all the fruiting bodies of the plants are facing to the inside of a hollow sphere and just having a small doorway that you're trying to funnel in the cloud through there and then once it's in there you trap it in and and destroy it or you trap it in there and then you send you send in the fighting freaks the 32 the 32nd airborne battalion to clog them all up but it's a it's like a containment based thing uh but it's really inefficient because in order to get in order to get your yield out of it, you got to go through the one door. Yeah. And also you have to construct this crazy spherical lattice that like these things are connected to each other on. You have to prune the outside and people are like, that's so wasteful. Like you're not letting the outside grow anything, but they're like, well, you never know when the cloud could arrive. You know, we have to have, we have to, if you have any food on the outside, the bee bots are going to, eat it and break a hole through and then it's all over. So that's an idea. Another idea could be like people want to, people want to plant satellites for like scouting purposes to try and distract the swarm so that they can 
you know so yeah, like decoys fa- far or, away yeah, yeah like a yeah almost like a what's it called like a false a false town didn't they like they didn't do that i guess they do that in like fucking north korea they just make like fake <laughs> buildings and shit we did this with the with the plant world which this is another plant world we, we did, did? It. we talked about blazing saddles it was yeah oh shit <laughs> really <laughs> fuck yeah all right Oh yeah, we did because the giants were coming over and they're gonna yeah. <laughs> they're gonna make these fake yeah okay fuck well that that's still valid my my military genius is still on full display here uh, totally valid tactic but what other tactics could they have so there's probably the party like the party names like the political party names might reflect their uh, their solution or you know what they think is the best. Yeah. Well, I think the most militaristic ones are going to be the beat busters. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like I like that maybe the uh like the capitalist like anarchy like n- don't do anything. Uh small government is the or like the yielders they're called because they want they want crop yields. Yeah, okay. You got the yielders, you got the bee busters who are, so they're saying like, invest in our military, like why you, we need to be offensive rather than defensive, right? Yeah. Well, they might have some crossover with the, with the sphere because that's a, it's a decent defensive tactic, but. Right. They're not completely against it, but they do think, they do think we need to be investing more money in. Yeah, why are we putting so much money into the gardens when we need to be protecting the ones we already have is what right. is what they're saying. You know, they're like, well, it's it's infeasible to spherize all the non-sphere gardens we've already got. You know, you're talking about it's it's crazy to build build something at that scale, a wall. Yeah. If you will. <laughs> so they're saying military might is the way to protect us but there's there's yeah so those are the bee busters and then uh we got we got we got the sphero spheroses uh what's it what's that project project sphere colon uh yeah team team sphere team sphere. <laughs> team the the ball i don't know i was gonna do some testicle joke but i couldn't think of anything the ball uh the ball defensive yeah nah. the ball curl the defense curls ball the ball scratch because they scratch the the fruit off the outside <laughs> or the yeah. ball scrape i don't know but ball scrapers yeah the ball yeah. scraping party okay. um so yeah we've got our our bladder people and their three factions what do they do besides plant? Because they're intelligent enough to be getting into these arguments. There's, there's got to be some other stuff going on in their society. Yeah, they, 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 they have a presumably a a society with some uh, higher structure, social structures, if not technological structures, beyond just floating balloons and plants and coral. Do they wear clothes? <laughs> Well, we established that they they float into a gymnasium for 
uh, commun- for their political yeah. discussions. So they they've have to got float up some to the top of a gymnasium. Yeah, they've got some sort of building or or like dome, at some sort of sky uh, concave thing that they can go inside of. Yeah, the hall, the hall of the dome of the hall of truth. The hall of truth. Yeah, the dome of the hall of truth. I like I like that okay. because <laughs> the hall of truth is. They were going to build more to it. <laughs> so it w- they originally just called the dome the dome of the Hall of Truth, but then they they didn't they never got around to it. So <laughs> it's still called that. They were going to build more. Wait, they were going to build more in the dome. The Hall of Truth was going to be a big building with a dome in it. So they called oh, it the dome okay. of the Hall of Truth. But then they okay. never <laughs> finished the building. Yeah. So it's just a, the dome of the Hall. Instead of calling it the Hall of Truth or the dome, yeah. it's the dome of the Hall of Truth. Construction continues on the atrium of the Hall of Truth. Um, so they must have some other when they when they're resting. I guess I mean presumably they they can let their air bladders uh go you know uh, auto autonomically. They can they can just float without having to worry about it when they're sleeping. Yeah, I think they've got they've got the density of the air inside of them is a different a different. A different, yeah, ma- uh, makeup. So it's it's less dense. They float the helium. I the helium. what I really want is uh for them when they sleep is they connect they they grab all their tendrils together so they're like a tied up bunch of balloons. Mm, definitely, yeah. I think that's like yeah. what a f- a family group is. Yeah, they got pretty okay. big families and they're all they all tie up at night. So maybe there's just like a little a little cart that they tie themselves to <laughs> little balloon man cart why do why do balloons in like media in you know movies and shows it's always like some sort of wheeling cart selling balloons at a zoo or a circus yeah. i don't know sometimes yeah you're right i, I don't think know that i've ever seen this in real life oh, well i think there's law i think there's laws about how you can transport balloons and legally if you want to hold a bunch of balloons in your hand you have to be dressed as a clown otherwise they have to be tied to something else like a shopping cart if you're just a street peddler and you've got one of those organ grinders and a monkey and you're also got a bunch of balloons you have to have a cart you have to be tied down no touching no touchy unless you clown. What if you dress the monkey as a clown? And he mm, holds them. You'd be in legal hot water potentially. <laughs> if you got busted. Human clown. Yeah, you'd have to get a pretty good lawyer to, to get out of that one. So, uh, yeah. So these... Clown law. These, uh... Are there... Is there an organism on this reef that's a, that's a clown? Uh, is, there, <laughs> is there a clown man? Who walks around with the know. balloons in his hand? But now that would have to be something. That would have to be something symbiotic to for there to be a clown man that they just like let come into their <laughs> into their zone and and frisk him up. Maybe it's just a coral formation that, but they wouldn't know what a clown looks like because they don't have human bodies. I was gonna say it's a coral formation that looks that like looks a clown. Like a they clown. just call it. They call it the big clown. Every family makes a clown. To hold them <laughs> in his outstretched hand. Uh, it's uh, it's unknown. 
currently the dome of the hall of truth is their is their political meeting place the big clown is their is their uh like a plaza or it's their house no no i'm thinking i'm thinking it's like a big i'm thinking it's a big area where they all meet up okay they go to the big clown and that's where their social gatherings happen is his hand that big that they can all get in his hand a clown can hold many balloons much like you can fit many car much like you can fit many clowns in a car you can fit many balloons in a clown he's a many-handed clown he's like shiva of clowns yeah i mean it's there it's their version of a clown they so yeah it's gonna be whatever it we want it to be okay he's got the big red nose though he got the squeaky shoe <laughs> definitely still has a big red nose okay good um do we want to talk about who created bbots because they're artificial there is there is a history to this world that is interesting because the the balloon creatures know I mean is this a post apocalyptic world uh created by some 22nd century clown inventor who brought about the destruction <laughs> of the world and the universe as we know it Oh man yeah it is <laughs> It's definitely um there was a clown based uh, you know, trend in society. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say a clown world war. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is clowns were gaining; they were gaining power in society. Actually, this is really great. Uh, just just really quickly, because I think that clowns are having a really tough go of it in today's in modern society. Because oh yeah, you don't need a clown, and also they're gross. Clowns are scary. Clowns are pedophiles. And clowns have been, yeah, clowns have been getting that whole, like, people wearing clown masks and doing murders and shit. That was happening yeah. for a while. Uh, I don't know who's still enjoying a clown. Because if I had a child, I would keep them very far away from a clown. And I don't yeah. believe that a clown is, in my own life, I don't believe that a clown was ever appealing to me as a child i think a clown is an acquired taste even for a child it's doesn't it's not a natural thing to yeah. like i knew people were scared of clowns and i was like i don't i don't get that and then i saw like the i think it was probably the first clown i saw and then i was like oh no they're, they're gross <laughs> they're so creepy all clowns are like their last refuge is being santa's right like that's I'm sure that there are good clowns out there, but even those like ha are growing resentful and becoming more and more evil as we speak because of all the clown uh, hatred. Yeah. And it's not good, and I wish there was better clown PR, but I'm just saying, I think things are bad, and I think in 100 years, things will have gotten really bad. And that's where we are today in the hist in the past history of this post-apocalyptic world where what was it you were saying there were clown factions <laughs> i was no you love having factions i was saying the clowns are gaining having factions yeah <laughs> i was saying the clowns are gaining power over you know they're gaining like political sway in our world so they've become like a political party <laughs> yeah they well they unionize the clowns first have they become like an identity, like goths or something? Like you just walk around like all day as a clown. <laughs> I guess they already already do that, probably. <laughs> yeah. No, it starts with them unionizing, right? Because yeah. they're not getting the respect they need at 
at when they're clowning because people are just oh it's a clown i'm not gonna pay him i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give him a fair wage he's just a clown so they unionize and then eventually that leads to a political influence yeah of the clowns they're they are they take control of like all media not not through their own because they need they they need a a big in the 22nd century there's like one very charismatic clown left and this is our our uh hitler character (laughs) yeah (laughs) his name is hitler it's been long enough (laughs) what would you say a charismatic person that that is like gonna be the end of the world i'm thinking about (laughs) hitler yeah um clown hitler and (laughs) but you know he's like he realizes that clowns like he needs he wants to bring his art form back at at any cost and he starts a pr war against the bad image of clowns and and he's securing all these resources so that he can pump out clown propaganda but you know his noble goal is ultimately corrupted by the power he accrues yeah and he becomes uh he becomes mad on account of white uh face powder poisoning in his old years <laughs> and starts experimenting with uh with um uh new electronic physical devices he creates yeah, something he, that- he becomes a, a, a robot man a robot builder man and i don't know why he makes the bees yet but um well if they're operating on the function that they're like breaking down rock or coral like that's their function oh does he create those so we can fit why why does he build them for <laughs> um so i mean i guess it's just like a world dominating plot like he's gonna like destroy uh, uh, like the the a continent that like on a fault line he's gonna trigger up <laughs> an earthquake or something because <laughs> they hate clowns i don't know <laughs> like it's just some Fucking- megalomaniacal supervillain thing yeah, this anti-clown region needs to be fucking taken out. Okay, yeah. so he develops these cloud creatures to uh, to change the weather dynamics on another part of the globe, which he's calculated using a supercomputer that will aggravate the <laughs> tectonic plates in such a way to destroy this region. Yeah, um, it works, but it works so well that the Earth is 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 torn asunder. And uh, we're floating in the remains of that planet now today. And that clown's name was Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want a clown name or do you want his human name? (laughs) His human name is is Adolf Hitler. And it's just coincidence. Uh, Yeah, okay. And his clown name is Sir, Sir Butter, Sir Butter Scruggs. (laughs) come have your birthday party isn't complete without sir butter scruggs and he's got like a weird butter butter like it's a it's a suit it's a fancy suit that makes him a sir but then he's also just (laughs) he's also just slathered in butter (laughs) which is why people hate clowns Clowns are uh, juicy. Yeah, um, they're slimy. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely went Buster Scruggs without realizing it. <laughs> what about Happy Hands McKinley? 
<laughs> How about just happy hands? That's when the fact that happy it's hands just is happy hands is definitely so creepy. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> Adolf Hitler, also known as Happy Hands. Yeah. <laughs> he has a like he has a real name, Adolf Hitler, which uh his parents gave to him unbeknownst of human history. He found out about it, changed his name to Sir Butter Scruggs. But that's just the name he uses to book appointments, and that's the name of his company, his his LLC. But his clowning name is Happy Hands. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. We got that covered. So yeah, he creates the bee bots. Um, the balloon creatures are are natural organisms that that yes. evolve to take advantage yeah. of the fact that uh, they are now living in a. So I guess this is like a belt around the sun where the earth used to be. Maybe it's like it's it's not it hasn't formed an entire belt yet, but it's sort of like a a, a disc of stretched out. Yeah, it's an arc, an arc of uh of yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. It's a cloud. I mean, we could just say it's a cloud. It would ta- it takes the shape it would take if it was going around the sun, but it's still one uh contiguous cloud. That's all that matters. Yeah, uh, do we want to name the the remnants of Earth, or does it not need a name? Oh, yeah, we um, do need to. Um, yeah, I was thinking I wanted to do one more focus, but maybe we should just leave it at this. No, let's do let's do another thing. Okay, what do you um, got? Real quick, one last all right, one. Yeah, I'll, I'll speed run. It is... Uh, technology so we could either do this in the in our you know time period or right and it's a it's scientific breakthrough so this guy who invented (laughs) the oh well roll the words roll the words i gotta roll the words okay it's hands time and stitch it can't be hands it's It's i mean it was gonna be happy hands already all right so and then a stitch in time come on with with this well uh I mean, maybe, you know, it was easy enough to create those micro-sized hands with the little um, fiberglass rods, but it was hard to stitch together the little uh, ShamWow cloth. That he, yeah, that he's, uh, that they rub together. The other hand rubs on it. Okay, so. That's a bit of a stretch. He had these, he had these giant (laughs) <laughs> I mean, relatively giant compared to a normal bee, but he had these giant bee bots almost ready to go. But he's like, I don't know how to make them communicate with each other. And then <laughs> <laughs> they need to be self-sufficient. Yeah. So then he sadly goes to like a, the children's science museum because he's a clown. So he's trying to, you know, cheer up some children <laughs> in his spare time. Uh, so he goes to the children's science museum and he sees them rubbing the 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 thing together to make yeah. static electricity. Yeah. <laughs> so his scientific breakthrough is just something that we've already known forever, but he uses that to encode, uh, yeah, electrical messages that get sent through the air. Hands, hands, happy hands. Yeah. It's great. God, fuck happy hands. He's such a douche. Asshole. I mean, and he's literally Hitler and we could say he's literally Hitler because his name is Hitler. But also, he's a bad. He's a bad man. He's Adolf Hitler, the bad clown. <laughs> yeah. Um. Adolf Hitler, the bad clown's the happy, <laughs> the, the happy hands story. 
<laughs> All right, I think that's I think that's a wrap. Um, yeah, what do we re- what do we name the the debris field? The uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to base it on Ort Ort Cloud, like because that's a space thing, yeah. and it's a cloud. So I'm trying to go off of that, but I can't think of what I want the first word to be. I see Bilby's cloud. Mm-hmm. The Kettleman array. <laughs> the Kettleman array. The boron field. <laughs> Porcana's reef. Podrum's domain. All right. Uh, Podrum's Podrum's domain of remains. <laughs> uh, remaining domaining remaining domain. Podrum's le- Podrum. How about like what if it's the the what if Podrum is one of their gods? It's like the breath of Podrum. Podrum's la- left palm because he's holding them and oh. then also happy hands. <laughs> okay. And then the clowns that they that are holding them, the clown rocks are are, are Podrum. They're mon- monuments to Podrum. Yeah, how about just Podrum's po- Podrum's uh Podrum's palm? Well, I thought I thought it was funnier to be like, you know, it, more specific, like stupidly more specific about Podrum's left <laughs> you're hand. Right, you're but. right. Um, <laughs> you are of course right. So they, so why is there a statue of a clown? Is that did he maybe make that statue to like train his? He had that statue of coral, and he he was training his bee bots on it or something. So that is an actual remainder, or do they? Well. Okay, here's my here's my plan. Here's my idea is he didn't want to just destroy the world. He needed to rebuild it in his image. So there are the bee bots that are destructive, but somewhere who knows if they're still active, but there are the remains of of the creator bots that are going to rebuild the world. Uh, oh shit. So you know, maybe they return, maybe they don't. Maybe they've been blown up. Who knows? Well, like like that was his plan was to recreate the world in his image and have them the bots build Podrum statues, happy hand statues. Yeah, he needed uh, to put statues because humans respond well to statues. And yeah, if there are enough knows, clown statues, hey, listen, if you want to become this is this is real advice. If you want to become the leader of a country, just put up a giant statue of yourself. No one can do anything about it right it's it's that's just how it works it's legitimacy 101 guys <laughs> yeah that's how you know uh jesus jesus is the president of brazil because of that <laughs> giant statue <laughs> yeah and uh the, the statue of liberty <laughs> is the president of <laughs> egypt and the statue of liberty is the president of america yeah this is how it works wow yeah all right. Uh, so it's called Porcana's Reef. Uh, Podrum's left hand. I thought we hand. were going with Podrum's left hand. It's both. Yeah, it's both. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe different cultures call it different things, and we'll establish that in a in another episode if we come back to this. Yeah, it's supposed to be Podrum's left hand, but I accidentally okay. said Porcana's Reef. So now it's <laughs> I both. like Porcana's Reef too, though. So um, Porcana's Reef can be somewhere in the world. It's I like it. It's staying somewhere. Um, but yeah, that's it. 
that's I it. guess. Uh, yeah, we uh, we did it. Uh, we have a Twitter account. It's in other pods. If you are listening to this and I maybe will post tweets on it and then maybe you can tweet at me and then we'll we'll be friends. We'll be tweet friends or uh, don't do that. And, you know, go on with your life. Do what you want. Yeah, find yeah. us on Twitter, find us on Facebook, uh, find us in real life. Yeah, you can track us down if you know, yeah, if you, if well, if you know us personally already, you know, hi. Just send me a text, send me a text yeah, why, that why says haven't you, why haven't Porcana's Reef, and then we'll know, I'll know <laughs> that you listened to this, and it will make me feel yeah. uh, maybe good for a couple minutes. Maybe for five seconds after I read that text, I'll feel like there's some light in my life and I won't <laughs> have to <laughs> bury myself under the the pit of despair that I uh yeah. that I'm wallowing in. Anyway <laughs> I I'm dig I'm digging a, a, a silence of the lamb style pit in my apartment right now <laughs> to bury myself in. <laughs> Was that? That's not what the pit's for. The pit is to hold it's women's to hold skin while it's still on their bodies. What? Yeah, yeah, it's to hold prisoners. But mine is styled in that fashion, but just for so that I can go down there and heap dirt <laughs> on myself. Yeah, I mean that is one of the better pits. Like if you were going to be a pit architect, you would definitely reference that pit, right? It's a really good pit. It's one of the easiest pits to understand for beginners <laughs> it's the perfect depth like you can see the person at the top of the pit from the bottom of the pit so it's the perfect depth they can't escape it's it's you can lower a dog into it maybe i don't remember how the dog ends up in there whatever i don't uh, know i don't it's, know it's a good pit but uh yeah catch us catch us on the the next time yeah, catch us on the next time. Don't forget to install a safety rail around your pits if you own a dog, because that was what happened in the movie. The dog got in somehow. If they had a sa- if he- if Buffalo Bill had a safety rail, his dog wouldn't have been in the pit. And uh, it's really important to me because dog safety and the rights of dogs is important. Uh, yeah. Also, don't forget to check your Windows Defender firewall settings. Um, just keep an eye on those. Uh, install whatever it tells you to install um, to be safe out there. Don't forget to take the full prescription of antibiotics, even if you feel better before you finish it, because that's how super viruses are born. Super bacteria. Call all your old teachers and tell them, make up a fake story about who you are and what you're doing now and tell them that they were an inspiration to you. You're going to want to eat lean protein like chicken or with healthy omega-3s and omegas like fish. You're going to want to stay in that realm for your protein consumption because that's what's going to get you the the best, uh, you know, nutrition. When you're writing an email, make sure you send the email to yourself, then go to sleep and read it in the morning and then forward it to desired recipient in a similar vein uh if you're gonna make a decision when you're drunk 
you gotta you gotta analyze it the next morning when you're sober too and vice versa you can't make a decision sober you have to reevaluate when you're drunk that's a well-known rule you gotta do both if you have a new pair of shoes with a soft heel not a whole lot of not a plastic heel support just do the work of untying and tying the shoelaces because you're going to, you're going to, that heel's going to get crushed down and you're not going to, if you're slipping in and off without doing the shoelaces every time, you you just wasted 50 bucks. If you're packing a suitcase and you have fragile objects that you bought and you're trying to pack them in, you can't just wrap them in clothes. That's not enough. You have to make sure that it stays steady inside the suitcase because if it jostles around it could still break you know baggage handlers are not you know they're not paid to 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 be handling your baggage gently they're just paid to handle it also handling your your baggage um, handling your 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 bundle wall sacks um uh you should smear all uh, documents pers- with containing personal identifying information with uh, coyote scat before throwing <laughs> in the garbage. If you're ever late, running late, uh, just punch yourself in the eye and say you were mugged. If that's <laughs> if you have. A turtle with self-confidence issues, try um, placing the lettuce in a um, in a crisper drawer and, and then <clears throat> uh, tying it to uh, the back of a plastic turtle figurine. Don't forget to return your library books <laughs> to the library that you got them from. The libraries are not interchangeable. They don't work together. You have to return it to the same library. If you don't have siblings, do the jo- do the work to find out what school you want to go to. If you're reading a book... Actually, scratch that. If you want to improve your vocabulary, read a book and use context clues to guess what the word means before you look up what it means. That way you'll improve your critical thinking abilities at the same time. If you have dry skin, just wrap a cold can of soda in a washcloth, uh, cover the outside with toilet paper, uh, dip under running water, warm running water for about two seconds, uh, then apply moisturizer and hold that to your forehead as w- when you're sleeping. If you find that you just don't have enough energy to get through the day, uh, what you need to do is step on your toe every like like really stomp on the other foot that'll wake you up for you know an hour or so so just do that every hour if you're falling really really fast uh try and loosen your body and 
uh, turnover onto your back uh, and just be open to the be open to the ground. If someone takes your seat on an airplane, you're going to want to cover them with coyote scat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> That's good stuff. Cool. Uh, bringing back the coyote scat. Okay. Goodbye. Good, good podcast. Right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good podcast. Goodbye. World. World. World.